0: So
1: when you are Liverpool and you play against Manchester United and you are winning 5-0 and you have a Mo Salah, that means you are the best team in the world. And that's the tale of the sporting show today. It's still news Instances Sports. My name is Tila Dejaadeh Bowale, running our show concurrently on a band Scope on our YouTube channel at News in Sports and of course on all our, our social media handles as well. And I have the gang with me today, although she ran away because United does 5-0. Um, Olaenka is too happy, so he's not going to be here today as well. But I got Urakuka. And I have Lawali with me. Kachi, I want to say hi to the fans at home.
0: Amazing weekend uh, business of, uh, you know, weekend. weekend filled with, you know, top-level games across the five major leagues in Europe. Everybody dropping points around AC Milan. Exciting Excited to be here today to discuss all this and more with you. Get ready oh. for a great one.
1: All right, perfect. Olali.
2: Yeah, it's a weekend to forget for United fans around the world. Uh, a lot of record was broken today. Let's see how the team recover. Let's see how the owners react.
1: All right, perfect. Don't forget that Alavany ran away last weekend as well when they were defeated <laughs> four two <laughs> against Leicester City. Bad work for Manchester United fans, if you ask me. And of course, of course, we we'll start with all the sports. And where do we start from? We're going to start from the Joker Man, uh, Novak Djokovic. He came out to say that he might not play in the Australian Open next next year because he's not convinced about taking the vaccine. And the question that begs to be answered is the fact that without Novak, it's going to be economic. Yeah, it's 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 have a huge economical impact on the Australian Open, for fact. Novak himself might not break the record that is so much looking forward to breaking. And of course, it's an individual sport. Should athletes be sanctioned for not taking the vaccine? I'm going to start with you, Yuki. I'm going to start with you, Kachi, on the on the fact that should individual sports get sanctioned for not taking a vaccine? And now, Ali, I want you to answer the economical part of it. So I want to start with you, Kachi.
0: All uh, right. Thanks, Debo. Um, I think the key here is the fact that it is an individual sport. And um, I personally feel that players are not contractually obligated. Uh, to participate in tournaments, right? So um, based on that primary argument, I don't think um, you know the ATP uh, has the right or should be considering um, penalizing players uh, for for opting out of tournament. We've seen players opt out. Uh, it's and an a, a good argument would be. Even when players show up for this tournament, we've seen players abandon their, their matches because of a slight nig on the on you know on their body, and, and this is an ongoing game, and they don't get penalized. Instead, they are, the match is awarded to the opponent. To the opponent. In that same light, uh, everybody is entitled to their opinion. I said this last week, I've said this countless times. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. And as long as your personal opinion does not endanger the sport um, and does not endanger a franchise, like we will get to the NBA and discuss for that. <laughs> I don't think anyone should, should really be bothered. The, the person who stands to lose the most is Joker joker in and this joke. Because he probably will not get the opportunity to uh, to break that record. The tie he has now with, uh, with, uh, with Federer and, and, and also John. with Nadal. Let's not forget that the, the U.S. Open, <clears throat> excuse me, the U.S. Open holds in New York, and you need to be vaccinated to participate, to to even go outside of the indoors in New York. In England, you need to show a vaccination passport or proof of vaccination before you can even be allowed to travel in. Which is the same thing as uh, as Australia. Australia. I'm not too sure. I think the French are a little bit here. But the, um, the the clay has never been the strongest suit. So even if he only gets to play in the French Open, it is not a guarantee for him. But to come come back to your question, it's an individual sport. Based on that, if he chooses to opt out, it's more his loss than uh, than uh, the ATP. Yes, we, the fans would love to see him, but the truth is, if other players and other upcoming players, which we see, we think to have a lot of them right now. Show up, it will still make for an interesting Australian.
1: All right, perfect. Um, Lali, and uh, is it going to be a very a major economical impact on the Australian Australian Open organizers?
2: I don't think so. Um, I think uh, most of the sponsorships are already locked in, and I don't think any one of them is tied to any of these players, uh, opting out. Opting, yes, and considering uh, how sensitive the issue of COVID-19 is. I don't think there's any major sponsor that might want to even pull out or probably have to review their distance because Nova, Nova is, is not coming. Of, course, of course, it's going to affect some bit of probably viewership. It might probably go down a bit. But like Kachi said, if other players showed up, and thankfully, I think uh, the good thing was uh, it lost the Australian, uh, what do you call the uh, US Open final to, what was the name of the, uh is it Red the guy? is guy? Yeah, it so, yeah. yeah, I think uh, at least we have somebody, another person probably to focus on. So, viewership, yes, but all-round sponsorship, I don't think there will be that huge loss for, for us, oh, uh, for, for, the for the organizers.
1: All right, perfect. Um, Olale, I'm going to stay with you now. So, Char-Codeau came Odeo came, came out in the middle of the week and says, if LeBron breaks the record of uh, King Abdul-Jabbar, no doubt about it that LeBron is going to be, unagreeable, the best player of all time in the history of basketball. Do
2: you agree with Shaq Mike, I think the question we should ask Shaq is this. Why, like Most of this is actually subjective. That's Shaq's opinion. But the question you should ask him is, Karim Abdul-Jabbar, with that record, why is he not regarded as the best player? To ever play the game, with uh, that record, I, I can answer. Champ-
1: I can answer yeah, for Wait sure. now, let me let sure, me finish.
2: A yeah. uh, couple of championship titles. I think he won. He won. He won the championship in Milwaukee before joining uh-huh. the Lakers. And yeah. even when he was with the Lakers, with you, 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 can argue that they have James Worthy, they have um, Magic Johnson, but it was a veteran in that team. He, he, at least for their first two championship uh, uh, in California. In in early, it was Karim Abdul jabal's team, so whichever way I think it's subjective. In I I for but, but me the, I think for you, the people, you they, but, uh, let me just finish. I think for the people that believe LeBron is the best player now, they'll probably add that one to parts of what they are using to of
1: argue. the
2: argument. For for those people who don't believe that LeBron is not the best player of all time, I don't think. Lebron breaking that record would probably be so Yeah. So I don't think it will. it will make much difference. It should just be a, it should just be another achievement. Okay, um, all
1: right. Uh Kachi, what about you? Do you think it's gonna make it's gonna make a difference? And my question, second question to you, Kachi, is that closely following the trail of Lebron is Kevin Durant. So does that mean once Kevin breaks that record, Kevin becomes the best player of all time automatically?
0: Um, I actually echo uh, Wally's sentiment here that uh, it should just be another feather to LeBron's cap uh, and a nice record to have. Um, LeBron currently uh, will probably end his career as one, the second best player in, in the world. I think, and, and this is also subject, this is my opinion and subject to you know, interpretation and can be argued both ways. I think that in addition to that record, LeBron probably needs one more championship uh, to now really enter that stratosphere uh, with Michael Jordan. Right now, I think Michael Jordan is just a slight level above LeBron, but he is above LeBron. Uh, getting that would not, uh, not make him the greatest. And then to answer your question, which obviously I, I think I've answered, because I don't think a scoring record should determine who is the greatest. Even if Kevin Durant breaks it, or even if Steph Curry at some point, at the rate he's shooting three, comes <laughs> to break it, uh, it still won't make them the greatest. I mean, what makes Michael uh, Michael Jordan arguably the greatest basketball player ever is is the fact that he was so laser focused uh, um, and was not deterred by was not distracted by things happening around him. LeBron is Pretty much has shown that he had a very soft underbelly. Uh, we saw how he caved in under pressure, um, even as uh, the favorite team in 2011 losing to the Dallas Mavericks. We saw how he Kachi, made I, those Kachi, two- I think. Okay, go. go K-
2: on. Kachi, 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 I agree with you. So I think that 2011 loss to Dallas Mavericks. Uh, uh, it's the biggest argument is the biggest argument against LeBron, because yes, a lot man. of people believe Dwayne okay. Wade did his part. That mm-hmm. LeBron was the one that failed to show up. Okay, well, yeah, right. they were the favorites.
1: All right, perfect. Um, Kachi, you're done, right? But I'm gonna stay with you, Kachi. Yes. yes. Uh, so at, at the start of the at the start of the season, like the preseason, I expressed my fears about the Lakers thing, um, and people brought out different opinion that the Lakers once they lose all their preseason, they come banging during the season. And I know I know we discussed this behind the behind, um, behind closed doors and said um, they will still make the playoffs. But it, it looks to me, I, I know they ask what crisis, but crisis does not start in a day. For me, there's something I miss in the early LA Lakers. And uh, Magic Johnson came out to say that in the history of the franchise, you have never seen two players fighting yeah. the way AD and Dwight Howard um, actually fought. And, and mm-hmm. it, it begs the question, Do we are we noticing cracks? Are we noticing things not being in place? Technically, in terms of uh, human relationship and all for the Lakers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to speak to that.
0: Okay, thanks, thanks. Um, it's too early, in my opinion, to say there are cracks in the team, but uh, you are right that there is definitely something missing um, in the current Lakers structure and how they are constructed. They are, they are not lacking for talent. They are not lacking for experience. Right now, what they are missing is humility. Um, every single person in that Lakers team right now is an alpha. Like Howard <laughs> is an alpha. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook is an alpha. And they need to learn it um, it was easy for all these guys to play together when they were representing an entire country bigger than them, like the U.S. And I'm talking of them playing in the Olympics. It's a but now it's just a city. Everybody, every single person there probably believes they should be leading, leading a franchise, not necessarily the Lakers. Uh-huh.
2: And in this uh-huh. case, they
0: think they should be the number two to LeBron, uh, um, not, not necessarily the number. I think they still need about 13 to 15 more games to mesh. Then we can start to talk about whether the, this issue things. that happened against the Suns has pepper has penetrated the entire dressing room. I, I don't think it has. I think it's just their passion for the game that that, that came out on that day, especially because they lost to this Suns team. The Suns team the ended first? their playoff run yeah. last year. I, I expect them to still make the playoffs. I don't expect them to be the top seed. I said this last week, and I'm saying it again. They will make the playoffs. If after 15, 20 games, we start to see them gel, and everybody knows and understands their role, they then it goes well for them. But right now, I think they are lacking humility. Their ego is louder than their talent.
1: All right, perfect. Um, Alali, understanding their role, I I saw the games over the weekend, and... um. Who's Westbrook, most especially, looks like he doesn't understand his role, And it's, 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 it's trying to do all this, attack the pain, do all these things, but it does not come out well. It does not come out right. You know, it's no longer, no longer younger. All those moves that he plans with Durando is not coming off. You know, how soon do you think they're going to get their acts together? Especially now that Kareem is trying to give the ring to, to, to LeBron yet again.
2: Yeah, uh, just like uh, Kachi said, uh, you have to give them up to like 15 to 20 games before you can probably make a judgment about the team. But of course, right from when those trades were made, I think most analysts believe this is all a natural fit. It's not a natural fit because Russell Westbrook is a terrible three-point shooter. And when you play with LeBron, who probably by role is a small forward, but is more of a Point forward. He dominates the ball a lot. I think the best point guard, I think the, the, the point guard that are probably fitted with LeBron the most, as much as my might not like it, remains Kari Hyde. Because Kari Hyde can focus on his scoring. With little time he has on the ball, he can probably do his own thing. But for, for what do you call it, uh, Russell Westbrook, it's going to be one thing you could probably notice in their first two games is spacing problem. This could probably work in the NBA if you, if you, if you are talking about in the 90s when emphasis is not really laid or about perimeter it's shooting. Yeah. But 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 with the way the NBA is structured today, they are going to struggle. It's going to be a lot of because no matter how they figure out their roles, eventually, I just don't think they have. If LeBron James is your best shooter in a team, it's a big problem. And another thing I think that's a bit concerning in the first two games is uh. Anthony David's uh, free throw shooting is uh, free throw shooting percent. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, percentage Same is actually bad, within, yeah, it's actually bad within the first two games. And we know Anthony David is actually very good when it comes to free throw shooting. I don't want to be alarmed about this, but it is something that they need to really put, they really need to check. If it persists, it's, it could be a very big problem to them because we know LeBron James is an average free throw shooter, above average free throw shooter too. So, yeah. there are a lot of couples of issues within that team that need to be resolved. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Age is one thing, and uh, age is another thing that I think might probably affect them when they get into the playoff. But, like uh, but like Kachi said, let's give them like 16 matches before uh, we can probably make a uh, judgment about it.
1: Before we say they're in a crisis, like uh, your darling, Manchester United. Okay. All right. Perfect. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to stay with you. I'm gonna stay with you. Just an overview. It's early days, but it's always nice to have a prediction. So that that's what that's what makes the difference between you and those people that watch beside the streets. Uh Eastern
2: Conference. How do you think it's gonna finish up? Your prediction. Yeah, what? yeah. Early days. We've seen two. We've seen like uh, all the teams playing like two to three games. Uh huh. Uh, Milwaukee looks like a team that has uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets, what do you call its numbers. Uh-huh. Uh, they bullied them a lot in the first game. There are stretches in that game that Brooklyn doesn't look like a team that might probably contest for the championship. Or probably that might be due to some adjustment they are trying to make. Uh, I, I think from the squad of last season, probably K- KD, so far so good, excluding Curry. Probably KD... Um, James Harden and I, and probably I what's the name of this shoot this uh, white guy that that shoots um, a lot.
0: Leigh
2: no, 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 not Blake Griffin. But I think they've turned over a lot of players. That's just what I'm trying to. So uh, again, if you if you watch even the like, the game they won against Philly, they were very lucky because they started slowly just like they did against Brooklyn. It uh-huh, took
1: uh-huh.
2: a bad game management from um, Doc Rivers. And a terrible shooting towards the end of the game by the, uh, Danny Green for the Brooklyn Nets to win the game, but uh, they should be probably they should be very happy with what they saw about uh, Lamarcos Aldridge towards the end of the game. He actually <laughs> kept uh, Joel Embiid at bay. At bay. Milwaukee looks like Milwaukee. I expect them to be more confident. When you win a championship like this, what it does for you is it makes you to be a bit more confident going to the next season. Mm-hmm. But again, we saw how they lost terribly to Miami. And we saw Miami too lost. out. So it's a bit very early. But if you if you, if you put me on the spot to still make yeah. a call mm-hmm. as we are today, I still think it should be Brooklyn Nets. All teams being equal, all teams being LD, I still think the Brooklyn Nets will be too much to handle for the other parts of the Eastern Conference, All right, especially, with, especially with Ben Simeon not likely to return to the Philadelphia 76ers. All
1: right, perfect. Right. Uh, Catchy. attack the Western Conference for us.
0: The Western Conference has always been adjudged to be the stronger conference between the two. Uh, uh, you can argue that anybody, any of the 18, or any of the 16 teams rather in the Western Conference has the, you know, the possibility of making the playoffs. We've seen max improvements, you know, across the board. Uh, But it still looks like uh, this West wants to go through Utah again. Uh, The Utah just seem to have picked up from where they left off. And I think it's a mirror of what is happening in Milwaukee. The players clearly, clearly understand their role. They know who, that it's it's, uh, Donovan Mitchell that runs this team. Rudy Gobert knows that, okay, I may not get all the points, but I will get you stopped. And it seems to be working for them. Um, I said the, 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 uh, the Denver Nuggets will always be the Denver Nuggets. They have the current MVP um, playing in their in their in their ranks, and they will make the playoffs. Uh, but we've not seen the Clippers and the Lakers, basically the the teams in, in the biggest basketball market right now, currently struggling. They are both at zero percent. They've not recorded any wins. But I expect. I still expect. Uh, that once things start to ramp up and then we, we get to the business end, um, it should probably still go through Utah. You expect the usual suspects: Utah, Phoenix, Lakers, Clippers, the Nuggets, um, and and possibly, possibly. Okay, let me know if you say possibly. I know the Dallas Mavericks will make it, but like, like uh, Wallace said, uh, what can tilt uh, the favorites? Uh, this year will ultimately be where Ben Simon lands. lands. Ben Simon should land in any of the major contenders, East or West. Uh, it's a major power shift, especially if he goes in, swallows his pride, accepts his role as a non-shooting point guard, uh, and does it very well. Okay. But I expect I expect I expect the West to go through Utah. They just for some reason. Uh, always fly on that but but, but but you know that
1: you know, you know, but uh Kachi, you know that's not gonna happen, anyways. I'm gonna <laughs>
0: what, go. Straight. why do you say so? Are, no, sorry, but, but, are, sorry, but it's going to be I, a I, I, I just want to ask Kachi, and one he's not question. going to
1: accept his role and it's you know how it's gonna end, you know you know the story.
2: Kachi, you know the story. Kachi, I think yeah. this might not be possible. I'm just dreaming, it's just a fantasy. What mm-hmm. if Brooklyn and Philadelphia uh what if they do? A swap. A, swap. a swap, they, swap. they trade, The swap. if they
0: swap, they swap. Addin, think, uh, Addin, Addin
2: I think, adding for Simon. No, no, not, no, I'm not talking of adding, I'm talking of Kyrie. Kyrie and Kyrie. I'm, it, it yeah, might not be then, possible.
0: Then everybody has to go through, today. everybody, the entire <laughs> NBA will go through. Brooklyn. Right now, even with a, a faulty and a floor guy, we have the Brooklyn Nets seems like the best team on paper in the NBA. Yes, they may have their kryptonite. In Milwaukee but they are still like the best team in the NBA now I don't make them impossible team. to play against yeah exactly, it, it exactly. Will make the, with the Simmons in the Nets. okay guys
1: don't let's waste time on that just to a more a more critical or should I say more um a more a more crazy crazy topic going around it is NBA uh 50 years um anniversary 70, choosing the 50 anniversary choosing their 75 best player of all time, dead or alive. And um, we can't agree with it. The first person I checked when I saw the list was Alan Aversin. Uh, I was like, okay, is Alan going to be there? And I saw him, I was like, okay, fine. And I was checking and I saw A.D. I'm like, A.D.? Oh, wow. (laughs) A.D. Wu. A.D. Wu. And okay. <laughs> and um, I was checking, I was looking for, 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 I saw, I saw Steve, Co- uh, Steve Corey. I was looking for Clay Thompson. No, Clay Thompson. I'm like, okay. I see uh, Lila, uh Damien. I'm like, okay, so what's, what's going on here? And uh, I was looking for Kayabi, no Kayabi there. And I'm like, okay, uh, what exactly is happening here? I'm, I'm not expecting an AD, not a uh, Lilad there as well. Of course, I wouldn't argue so much about most of the players, but these two threw me out back. Given that, I did not see uh, Clay Thompson there. Uh, Your group's more, for you, Kachi, was Dwight Howard. I I, I don't really care about Dwight Howard. Mine is Clay Thompson. It It looks like we are failing to give respect to top quality players simply because they cannot stay fit in the recent years, which for me doesn't make sense. If, if Clay Thompson had kept feet in one of the last two years, just one of the last two years, it's definitely going to be there. But it looks like we're forgetting it. I'm going to start with you, Olali. Who, yeah.
2: who do you think should not be on that list? And who do you think should have been on the list that wasn't on the list? Now, Debo, I think, like by, I think one thing they, I think, of when the NBA was trying to do this, they had to probably. Um, they, they, I think they, they, they have a committee like comprising of a lot of guys from the media who have been with the, in the sports. I think one of the things they did was to preserve the original 50. To preserve the original 50, which makes things a bit more difficult because there are some arguments that there are some people in the original 50 that by the time we extend the NBA to what it is today, they might probably not even be the best 100 players. But mm-hmm. because they want to preserve the original fifty, it makes it very difficult. So between yeah, ninety, yeah, between 1996 now and now, you have to just choose twenty-five players. I mean, you know, by the time you choose Kobe Bryant, you choose LeBron James,
1: uh, Kevin
2: Durant, uh, Tim uh, Duncan, yeah. uh, Alan Iverson. Uh-huh. Uh, at least those. By the time you start with those guys, yeah, uh, the uh, what do you call this space is, is shrinking. So. Of course, it's human beings that did this thing. It will always be subjective. I don't think Mm -hmm. there is any... I think the main criteria in most time is longevity and... What do you call it? Uh, And... uh,
1: Championship. I can't hear you very well, Ali.
2: I said... I I think the main criteria is going to be longevity and probably championship. But I think the biggest knob... I agree with Kachi. I think it has to be... What do you call it? Uh... Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Yeah, it's the biggest no because this is a guy that led uh, a small market, Orlando Magic, to NBA 5009. 2009. Not to, not to the finals alone, beating a LeBron James-led Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals. So uh, at three three-time Defensive Player of the Year, it um, um, was vo- I think it it was voted among the top three in uh, MVP for like three or four years mm-hmm. that he couldn't I- win. If you look at his body of work in his first eight years, if if uh, Dwight Howard has retired after his Houston days,
0: mm-hmm. I don't
2: think any, I, I think it's it, Dwight Howard missing that was, is more about the perception, his, uh, the way the media perceived him, and I think the number of teams he played for after leaving Houston. And another notable mention, I think, is Bernard King. Then probably Clay Thompson should be there. If you tell, if you ask me, people that I think are subjective on that list, there are that I don't think I have any business to do on that list. Anthony Davis shouldn't be there. Uh-huh. As good as Ray Allen is, if you are if you are putting Ray Allen, then why 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 not Clay Thompson? Because I won't really understand that. So the list is not perfect. Not really bad, but I think it has some little flaws. Some, and some, some no little way. flaws, yeah. Yeah, and there is no way in this world Dwight tower should not be on that list.
1: All right, um, Kachi, who do you think should be there that wasn't there, and who should not be there that was there?
0: Um, uh, I you know we had this discussion uh, of, during our production call. Uh, I still agree, and I. I I echo this all the time. For me, the biggest snob still will probably remain Dwight as Dwight. well, okay. um, because I mean, he 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 should be a straight swap for for, for AD. For AD. AD, definitely should not be there. Uh, you can argue the case for Damian Lillard, um, and I was trying to argue Damian's case off air, saying that he was really consistent and brought a very small Portland market, you know, to the NBA consciousness. So I guess that's just a gratitude for raising the stakes in Portland. Mm-hmm. But you can also argue that Damian should not be there. Um, also, you start you start to ask yourself, who else do I, do I really want to take out uh, apart from those two. those two that I've mentioned? I mean, every other person, you want to look at them. I didn't watch a lot of them play. I probably just saw highlights of many of these people. Uh, but these are people that every single person there are sure hall of famers um they deserve it uh, but to echo wallace wallace's point it is very subjective uh, most most people missing this list missed it because they are deemed bad boys or non-friends of the, Non-friend. of the media, nba media not yeah. necessarily because of what they because do. of their um, ability Dwight is superman eight times all-star Three times or a uh, first team all Defeat, MD, three yeah. times defensive player of the year. I mean, if if AD gets a career like Dwight, um, he's a shoe-in as a hall of fame. Yeah. I don't think AD is a Hall of Fame yet. He hasn't done enough to even get into the Hall of Fame. Not to talk of being one of the top 75 top players. Five players. Uh, Damian, you can argue with. I think it was just a reward for consistency, not necessarily because of what he has done on the field, except you want to call his dagger. Over Paul George. In, yeah. <laughs> in the playoff, <laughs> yeah. the time logo, you know, yes. as, as, as one of the highlights for of Hall his career. Of the NBA. But beyond that, uh, um, I definitely think the biggest snob I was, I, I don't even think Clay Thompson is much of a snob as much as I feel strongly about being, Dwight. Uh, about Dwight, Dwight, I, how Dwight, Dwight should be. Top 60, top 50, if you even want to argue, like how I should be top 50. Not, All not, right. Not even top 60.
1: Perfect. Thank you very much, guys. We're going on a short break right now. When we we'll come back, we'll be doing a review of the Champions League before we jump to the league across the world, starting with the United loss against Liverpool. Fun, All right, perfect. So we we'll jump straight to the Champions League and we'll do a quick review of the Champions League games that we had over the the course of the week. Uh, City defeated uh, Boot 5-1. Um, you would say it's a perfect victory, Ola, you agree with me, right? That was what we expected, yeah, of course. It's a perfect victory, all right. That was
2: what we expected. City does what they do against smaller teams like these, they take them to the cleaners, all
1: right. Perfect. Um, Kachi, Australia one that we did not predict. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was wrong about this one. Sporting is one battles, Betty Stars. I said, uh, Sporting, we're going to lose because we're going to Turkey, but they won 4 1. How surprised were you?
0: Uh pretty surprised. I uh, would not expect this to be such a high scoring game. Um, I thought the Shikta's would take advantage of this and get their first win. Uh, but kudos to Sporting for making a game out of it. Um, it's Sporting's win as is is more of Sporting's win than it is the Shikta's loss. Lost. Uh and, and, and they will, they will stand to regret that particular home loss.
1: All right, perfect. Actually, I'm gonna stay with you. PSD versus um uh, PSG lucky to win again. Uh, billions of individual billions again, not a team effort. If you ask me,
0: absolutely, absolutely. We've always we've always called uh, out our, our Mauricio Pochettino that he is in the spotlight and he doesn't seem he's, he's able to lead a team as, as talented and filled with ego as um, as uh, PSG. He selected that team not based on tactics or based on their strength. But like you said, based on their individual abilities, they almost lost it. Thank God that uh, uh, the young man, uh, and I'm trying to remember his name, Mbappe, Mbappe. decided to square the ball to Messi for the equalizer. And uh, Messi will never miss from, that spot, from the spot to get them the winning goal. But yeah, three points is what counts right now.
1: All right, perfect. And don't forget that Messi has directly given 24 penalties to his teammates in the start of his career when so it, it was actually on an trick. Yeah, when it's it was actually an on, on, on an art trick and Mbappe missed the one against Albuquerque anyways. And to a most analyzing one Liverpool defeated Atletico Madrid 3-2 Griezmann a brace than a red card fala unplayable
2: fantastic game of football uh you have to give a lot of respect to Atletico Madrid i think they uh they were very unfortunate to lose the game. They were 2-0 down um, earlier on in the game. They came back. They, they fought their way back uh, at 2-2. I think the red card, uh, probably, yes, it was a red card. But I think that's actually gave Liverpool the edge. And I think they had the penalty that they were They were no, denied. They were denied. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just think the least they deserve from that game should have been a draw. Should have been a draw. All right. Perfect.
1: Um, still staying with your knowledge, Porto defeated Milan. one Milan, just don't seem to get their acts together. Inexperience or what's playing the part against against Milan?
2: Yeah, just unfortunate for them. Uh, uh, I I think they lost control of their what do you call it? Their Champions League uh, in the second game against uh, what do you, um, Alec- a, a, against Alec- Atletico Madrid. Madrid? It was a tough loss for them uh, in Milan uh, in, in Portugal. At this stage, I just think they should. I'm not even sure they can make it to the Europa, uh, Europa, League. Europa they have, League. They have, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, we host Liverpool at home. They will need to win their last three games and open their results in other places. Go their way for them to yeah, go right. through. I don't sorry. see that happening.
1: Okay.
2: I just think. Is the end I of the road. I just think. Yeah, is end men. of the road. Yes. Like boys,
1: Men. can sorry about that? And um, to, to, to the surprise one, Ajax defeated Dortmund. 4 0 emphatically. That was emphatic. Alan, uh, Debellion, everybody went missing.
0: Mm. This this was this was definitely the surprise match result, not match, surprise result of the match day of match day three. We, we expected this to be a high scoring game. Uh-huh. We thought it, it was prime, two teams that favor youth over age. We expected it to, you know. Filled with fireworks. It was filled with fireworks, but only one team only was outside. shooting all that fireworks. Uh, I actually were convincing winners. Dortmund were nowhere to be seen on the night. 4 uh, was actually not even a true reflection of how oh, much I I Uh Dortmund should be lucky that their, their names were not spelt, like we say in Nigeria.
1: All right, perfect. Can you say with you, Tamil defeated defeated um, Sheriff? Uh, break off of the of the uh how do you call it the the, the, the the median the median gym was broken there but to Shakhtar, vassos real madrid real madrid went to ukraine one five 0 and we saw the tale of Vinicius Jr. Brilliant one minute and
0: very very frustrating the other excellent um i would I will stick to the inter game i analyzed i previewed this game and i said uh, uh, the the unknown quantity that sheriff was enjoying will be broken by inter milan i was proved right uh they gave a good account of themselves without a doubt but i think um right now whatever it was that made them go has been broken uh they they, they enjoyed their last week so they will end they will end that group with only six points i i <laughs> think really good win for inter they needed it if there's any team any milan team that will probably make the next round, most likely right now, would be Inter Milan. Inter Milan. all right, perfect.
1: Alali, right. Barcelona back from the dead, are eventually winning one new course of the RPK against uh, Dynamo Kiev.
2: Yeah, it was a good win for them, but apart from the win, it wasn't a convincing performance. Um, a, uh, and against the, uh, despite the fact they are playing at home, and despite the fact they were coming, um, uh, coming from, I think they had a very positive result the previous weekend against Valencia. Uh-huh. But apart from the victory, it was just not a convincing... It, it's just look at a team that doesn't still have an identity of what they want to do. Good work for them. I think uh if, for them to start any chance of qualifying from this group, the good thing is Bayern dismantled Befica in uh, in Portugal. So uh-huh. for them to have any reasonable chance of qualifying for the next round, they have to win in Kiev. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, perfect. And of course, uh, Salzburg uh, defeated uh, Wolves 3-1. Like I predicted, I said I didn't know what was going to score and indeed uh, Salzburg, they, they just know how to churn out all these unknown names and you're like, oh, where's this guy from? Where's Mane from? Oh, wow, that's wonderful. Where's where's Don't forget Mosala came for that team. And of course, uh, Benfica lost against uh, Bayern, even even though they were trying to be heroic, they lost 4-0, uh, Sergei be on the rampage, uh, Lerosane, Lerosane, and of course, who else? The uh, Manchester United, 3-2, they won against Atlanta. And uh, everybody said, don't play like this in the first... The way United played in the first half was so disjointed... Uh, Paul Pogba and uh, Bruno Fernandes were so far away from uh, Fred and McTerry in the middle of the park and it was there was no creativity up until the second half where things changed. And of course, who's going to score that goal for them? Apart from Cristiano Ronaldo saving Ole Gunnar job once it. He- so he saved his job in the course of the week, uh, not so much over the weekend, anyways. 3 uh, 2, he ended in favor of United against Atlanta. And of course, young boys lost at home against Villarreal 4 1. Uh, Leo, Leo Nasevilla ended 0 um, 0. While Juventus pulled up uh, a Benadeski um, of goal, won a way to zed it. So I think being in Eastern Europe these days does not save you from a defeat again. And of course, Chelsea, has expected, won against Malmo 4-0. But, but just before we go to the league across the world, Kachi, scores came out to say, we can't be like this. Ferdinand said, this is, this is, uh, this is uh, a good one. But we need to take we need to we're actually taking two sets back from where we are before now, and um overall your thought on this. Even if United should qualify for the next round, they have Ronaldo, so that, that's an X factor for them, anyways. But it looks like um giving a Keke rider a Ferrari to drive, he doesn't even have the mm. license. Mm.
0: That's what it looks like. It shows you why Paul Scores was regarded as one of the best uh, outfield players United have ever produced. He interprets the game, and the way he also analyzed that game, that, that win against Atalanta, it shows you how cerebral he is. He knew, he said it clearly, that if it was a much better team, uh-huh. they, would have been, they would have lost by a wider team. And we uh-huh. saw that happen. Um, Ole definitely is above, way above his head. Is sinking rather than swimming right now. Um, I, was, I was having a real-time discussion with some Man U fans who were very, very disappointed about the results over the weekend. And they said right now they don't mind, even though they know um, he doesn't like to stay for long, but they don't mind an Antonio Conte coming in and you know, just stemming the bleeding. Man U is bleeding and bleeding fast, especially in the league. We thought it was going to be a four-horse race um, in the English Premier League, it turned out to be wrong. It's a three-horse race, and that's mm-hmm. because the fourth the fourth horse never even took off. Yeah. Three three rounds three rounds into the league, Man had nine points, Arsenal had uh, zero points. Uh, after seven or nine games now, yeah, um, they are, they, I think they are tied on the same Yeah, number same points, point, fourteen points each. It, it says how bad how bad Ole is at the wheel.
1: All right, perfect. And he has Ole has broken the wheel? Already, so from there we we'll just jump straight to England and we'll start with um, a bit of surprise. A bit of surprise, if you ask me. Arsenal versus um, Aston Villa. Arsenal at home, definitely. Uh, but we saw them at home against Crystal Palace. We saw what they did against Crystal Palace. How how lame they were in the first half and the second half. They were lucky to earn a draw. And of course, we saw them proud to that as well against Brighton. I know they were blunt, so to speak. But a different Arsenal came out against against Villa. All gone blazing, the first half. They were lucky to get that penalty. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have ordered that, that penalty anyways uh, for Arsenal, but they were lucky. Uh, mayang actually uh, missed the penalty, score off the rebound, and Arsenal, at the end of the day, won 3-1. Ali, what What is most exciting for me or what I think of the whole thing is, and I think I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Apologies to um, Ateta. I don't think he's good enough anyways, but apologies to Ateta and especially to Edu for what they are trying to achieve at Arsenal. Aaron Ramsey, before he came to Arsenal, everybody criticized him, including myself, and it was an unfair criticism. The guy actually has changed the way Arsenal plays. Because he looks like the last defender. He plays like more like a mananoia, place, Not keep. place. That's a word I'm using right now. Like a mananoia, And he sets the, the tone for Arsenal in different ways. How do you think or what should we expect going forward? These guys are a bunch of 22, 23 years old that are prone to errors right now. But... Then a developmental stage. How 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 good do you think this team will turn out to be in the long run? Olali, I can't hear you. I believe you're muted. Yeah O'Reilly, go ahead, please.
2: Yeah, too early to too early to call. Uh, I think uh after those early difficult fixtures. I think the fixtures have been a bit favourable to Arsenal. And that is why I think they've been able to record four wins in the last probably six games. Um, this the, the, this last game against Villa like, looks similar to what they played at the beginning of the week uh, against Crystal Palace. They started very well. They started very well. They got the first goal. But I think the difference between the two games was the second goal. Well, like you said, that they were lucky to get the penalty, which uh-huh. probably gave them a bit of relief. I I I think what they will need to work out as a team is will be the ability to kill off game as early as possible. I, it's very crucial. It's something that we can over, over as a, we, we can
1: overemphasize
2: emphasize it in games. The longer the game stands at one zero, the more vulnerable you become mm-hmm. at yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, at losing your lead. So. Fantastic win for them, but for me, I think we need to we, needs, we still need to wait. Leicester us start them next week. away at King King Power It's going to be very difficult. We don't know the status of Jimmy Vardy as at well today, but I think that game will be a real a big test. Real test for Arsenal. For Arsenal. Yes, yeah. From there, we can now start making some bits of well, what do you call it permutations about what we think they could probably eventually do at the you end look- of the season.
1: I, I, I'm not even talking about it at, at the end of the season I don't think they will make the Champions League they will be lucky to make the Europa League Champions, um,
2: the fourth spot the fourth spot is there for the taking
1: <laughs> given what Leicester City and sports are doing they might go for Europa League they might go for Europa League but um, the fourth uh, position
2: uh, is there for the taking
1: fourth position United is going to do. they are going to sack really. Ole is going to come good and of course no. Kachi <laughs> Kachi I'm going to come to you now Chelsea were on rampage 7-0 against the worst team in the league, if you ask me. Uh, the early mm. favorite for relegation, but that does not take a, anything away from Ben Benchewell Ben Chihuahua now plays as as, as a cerebral midfielder as against a wing back. He, he knows yeah. how to draw out, draw out defenders, through himself, give Odio uh, Calum Odio the, the chance to actually do one or two things on his own. And of course, the, the, the wing backs of Chelsea lose. They look more menacing even than the attackers, if you ask me. Oh. A good one against a bad team. Your overall thought on the
0: match? That's a good one against a bad team, but you can only beat the team put in front of you. I mean, you're not going to say Chelsea should not turn up um, and play because they are playing a team who has only, only picked up two points from a possible nine and have only scored two goals this season. Um, let's not forget that Chelsea were missing um, Timo Werner and uh, Romelu Lukaku, who both got injured playing against uh, FC Mamo midweek. Uh-huh. But kudos to to Thomas Tuchel for identifying that he needed to have a, a good depth of players and bringing in the right set of players to 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 execute that game. Also, more kudos to to Ventura, like you said, this is someone who said he, he went into a very dark phase after not being used by Garrett Southgate at all. He did not play a single minute uh, during the last European yeah. Championship, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and he uh-huh. doubted himself, but he's been able to mentally come back, and he's coming back stronger. 7 unreplied un-replied goals. Uh, Mason Mount scored his first hat-trick for, for the club. Chelsea. You know, almost everybody got up the on the scoring act, and the commentator said one thing, yes, uh, during the game over the weekend. As at the time... Uh, was it was it Reese that scored or Troy? Yeah. I can't remember who he said. Every single player, every ten outfield player on that day, had all scored at least one goal this season. Yeah. You know that's one thing that Manu uh, Manu uh, Man is missing. Man City also is missing goals from everywhere. Uh, Thomas Tuchel can rely on that, and uh, at the business end of the season, you know that. I can get a go from Christensen. I can get a goal from, from Silva. Rüdiger. I can get a go from Aspiliqueta, Benchwell, or anybody. anybody so yeah. Even if Timoverna is inspiring, he still cannot really worry yeah. that uh, he That's he can true. he can go to bed that he has a very good team. That, it's it's gonna be a great, it's gonna be a great, great finish to the end of this so
1: season. And don't forget that Rudiger actually got the assist. One right. of the Aussies, but
0: uh, exactly He's a for, 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 like.
1: for 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 uh, Miss Mount's uh, penalty, which which I feel the, the referee was just being ridiculous. they were five. He liked the number.
0: He liked seven. He liked seven. He likes
1: seven. He likes 7 000. 6, 000. That's that's yeah. that's 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 so unfair. And of <laughs> course, Crystal Palace, thanks to um Carl Wilson, drew against against um
2: thanks Carl Wilson. That's the most onlookiest team in the the Premier League. Sorry? That's the most (laughs) onlookiest team in the Premier League now, (laughs) Crystal Palace. They've had like four games that they should have won. One,
1: yeah. That have ended
2: in draws. draws. They've ended in draws. Uh, I think uh, Leicester City, there was a game before Leicester City that they were. Right, okay, I think Brighton. Brighton,
1: yeah. Leicester
2: City. They should have won against Arsenal.
1: Yeah. And now this. Last kick of the game against us now. It's so unlucky. But to the surprise game, to the surprise game of the weekend, if you ask me. And has that should be Watford against everything. Everything where they were off audits and they were running, they were running ahead as if they were going to run riots. Like we've seen them all season. And of course, West Watford came back. Joshua King was at everything last season under the two of um of um Carlos without a goal close to zero appearance if you ask me because those <laughs> those camera appearances i would not call them appearances <laughs> i suddenly, this is bad at the park has caused a at, trick trick and of course Dennis also getting on the chart. 5-2 in favor of watford olale do you think do you think watford have actually turned a point from this point forward because this 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 is a blessed yeah, one it, for them if you body. ask me
2: I think it, it was an it was an improvement from what they had last week. Last week was a terrible showing for them. They didn't show up at all. Yeah, they laid themselves down for Liverpool to just come and slaughter. This week, I, you it, your fan, your team did it as well. Your team is like Fanta, a of No, 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 no of, of, I, of I, million, We'll get there. We'll get there. No no, 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 we'll get there. It, there are two different things. It was the same uh, score line, but two different things. Now. Fantastic result for them. Uh uh Whether they've taken, whether they probably uh, figure it out, I can't really say because this is one of those things that happens in football that at times goes beyond tactics. Everton just lost it. How they lost it, they don't know. I'm sure Watford just find themselves getting those goals. Because as at 81 minutes, I think 79, 80 minutes, it was Everton leading by Mm 2-1. And they were just all over the place when it comes to defending. Guys making mistakes, people getting into each other's way, and these guys were just clinical. Good result for them. Let's next week, I think sometimes awaits them. Let's see what happened at home to that another win. Right now, I think they are uh, they are a bit they are a bit above relegation zone.
1: Yeah, another yeah.
2: win we keep them far away from there, uh-huh. and then we can probably. Start, uh, start, start saying, saying that yeah. if they have
1: taken a turn or not. They,
2: they figure, they, they figure
1: it out. All right, perfect. Uh, Roger Good came to the to the uh to the head of uh Leeds United as a dual one one against uh Wolverhampton Wanderers that got the early lead two one, and of course attempting against against Burnley ended two two. Uh, the new boy Laveneto scoring. Don't forget that boy, he plays as a right back, and um, I, I try to, to think of it. The but Walker, not of Man City right now, or Satam was great last season. And suddenly, this new boy, this 17 or 18-year-old boy, or this teenager, or whatever he is, came in and has made that place his own, statutorily, really, if you ask me. And now he's getting on the scratch sheet, look out for that boy. In the immediate future, and of course, um, Manchester City are uh, defeated. Help me, guys! I don't know who Manchester City defeated. Brighton over Albion. Brighton, okay. Uh, they defeated them 4-1, if I'm not mistaken. Four one, yes. Four, four one. one um, Phil Folding, uh scoring two goals and giving an assist to uh, Riyamarez as well as they defeated them comprehensively. Um, and the question was, was asked of um, of Mr. Pep Guardiola. That's, now that you I think you've gotten HR with four day, uh, do you think you don't Is need him? a striker again? And he said, no, don't ask me that question. Because next week when I lose, or a couple of weeks when I lose without a striker, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to come around to taunt me, but, which but, I feel, but, but, but,
2: but on that I, game, yeah, I don't know whether you know, uh, kudos to Brighton. Uh, despite going behind i think uh three was it three three new in the first half uh-huh. uh-huh. they came back the first they, they half was very, so terrible. they were very, they were very very positive in the second half uh, yeah. in the second half they disrupted man city uh uh, uh reading, reading and man city couldn't just get close to them at all uh, I, I, I think you have to give a lot of goodies to grand Potter. he has actually transferred them to that team they don't look like a team that will be battling with relegation again. They look like a team that will be comfortably sitting around that eight or nine position, now. nine
1: position going forward. Yeah, true that. Yeah. I, agree, I agree. with you hundred percent. And of course, um, Brentford were unlucky to lose against um, against who else? Let's um, uh, let's Le- 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 welcome 녹d- to the Premier League. Welcome to the Premier League. I- I'm hoping I'm hoping someone is going to give them a blowback after the bloated Arsenal's nose at the start of the season anyways. <laughs> and of course, and of course, uh, West Ham defeated Spurs. That, that's that's the highlight of my weekend. I like, I love this even more than the Arsenal win against Master um, Villa. Uh, Aaron Craswell uh, with the assist for Mikel Antonio. Good combination. Uh, Kachi, I'm going to ask you one question. Aaron has not played for England in the last four years. Do you think his talent is way beyond ooh, what ooh. you overlook? I didn't, I didn't Aaron, get Aaron Craswell. Yeah, Aaron Craswell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Do you think his, his his talent is well over and above being overlooked for, for this long? He has been consistent, getting the assist. The, tru- the, tru- do, do is, pretty the truth well.
0: is that the English team has uh, a plethora of talent right now almost in every position except for the attacking position, the number nine position. I think they are blessed with very good players in the middle of the path, the wing backs as well. Um, I think they, they also find out on the, on the evidence of what's been happening that um, they, they may need, I guess they may need somebody to start looking, they may need a replacement for a Harry Maguire. For Cresswell, I think he's just unfortunate to be playing in an era when, uh, where the the British team has a really really good set of players playing in his in position. Every, in the position. Uh, yeah, um, the if it was the... if it was if it was in the 90s or in the 94 uh-huh. era, yes, he definitely would have easily made that team. But right now, um, except he's going to change role. Look at I just talked about it. it, it ben well not playing a single minute, uh-huh. but yet in the Euros, but is churning out performances such as. This.
1: For Chelsea, yeah. um, I
0: don't think I don't um, think he's not a decent player i just think he's probably not very good for
1: the all right perfect
0: please before you go that's up. thanks for
2: asking asking this question um i've been having this conversation over let me see a year plus with someone let me tell you this it's not because of whatever aaron chriswell is uh when it comes to production is a far better player than Ben well and Luke sure Ben is better than Luke Shaw. I don't. It, Luke Shaw actually played decently well at the Eros, but, but I still can't understand why he was choosing ahead of Ben Chiwa. Aaron Christian is a bit more. Aaron Christian can play. Th- uh, can play if, if you are playing oh three God. at the back, he can mm-hmm. play among those three cent- uh, center backs. Uh-huh, he can uh-huh. play as a wing back. Uh-huh. And if you look at his production, he hardly makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. And his deliveries up front are always. Top, top notch. Yeah. Top notch. I think the only reason why it's just I think it happens probably virtually to or uh, in most teams. They will just be, just look at Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick. I'm not sure Michael Carrick add up to 20 caps for England. It's it, it, uh, uh, that's very criminal. I I, I just believe it's just been overlooked because he's playing for West Ham. For me, that is just that. Uh, Luke Shaw is ahead of him because he's playing for Manchester United. Manchester United. In terms of what he could do. Deliveries, position, defensively, attacking wise, Aaron Criswell for me, talent wise, is ahead of the two. Better be so. All right,
1: perfect. Uh, that's, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you because I just feel maybe if Bencho stayed at Leicester City, he will be overlooked as well, or he will be in the same boat as Aaron. And to the. Uh,
2: Elephant in the room. For is it Elephant in the room?
1: Yeah, to the, to the climax of the mm-hmm. weekend. My god, my word, how do I even say this? Uh Mosala has scored one and six goals in 167 games for Liverpool in the league. Highest goal scoring African in the history of the Premier League. Don't forget the paid over 283 games for Chelsea in the league and scored one and four goals. We can stop this guy. This guy seems is he's, he's, he's a ridiculous player, if you ask me. He is a ridiculous player, and he, he took it took um, United to the slaughterhouse again, to the to, to slaughterhouse again, and making him the first player to score a nap-trick against United at Old Trafford. Oligonasoja is it, 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 it looks like um, Mikael Apter of last season or early this season just keeps breaking the bad records over, and over, and over, and over, and over again. Uh, yeah, Liverpool came out all gone blazing. United were not bad in the first 15 minutes, but after the first 15 minutes, the story just changed emphatically. And don't forget, I, I, I wish, I told behind closed doors that. Uh, I wish Liverpool had scored like eight goals against United, so that 8-2 would be canceled us now at least we have someone that <laughs>
2: you are seeing <laughs> you are seeing you are seeing but but but, are... but 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 realist- in but but realistic but of Manchester yeah
1: but but realistically olale what's the yeah. way forward for united right now in the interim because we don't know it doesn't look like a regular soja is going to be gone anytime soon so in the interim how do we because yeah. because olale as came out with a playbook for Ole Socia on Friday. A playbook of how to play against Liverpool. And I can guarantee you that if he has stuck with that playbook, it would have been a whitewash like
2: this. Please, can you give me just one of the things that Sevenga actually said? <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Just, please, just as, before as, I answer it.
1: As I, said, as I said, it needs to, there should not be a disjoint between... The back four or the play, the, the, the screen behind the back four and the attacking fantastic players. Good now. And how, how, how the full backs were going to neutralize the two wing
2: backs of Liverpool? Good, good. And, and, and yeah. we did not see that now. Le- 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 Le, let me just start when Liverpool struggled last season, there were two things their wing backs were, uh, they, even though we were they were, the um. Team. I think what do you call it, Van Dyke injury? I tried disrupted the old team. They had to bring some of their central midfielders back today, but we know that the lack of form from Alexandra Arnold and Robertson actually affected the way they play because the season they won the league, majority of their assists comes from, their from, from backs, those guys. Yeah. From, from, from those guys. So we always know that that's where their threat comes from. And from what Asemenga said, I think what actually happened. I, like like I've, I've always been consistent about this. Results matters on the long run. But performance matters on the short run. Even when United were winning, even last season, I think I've been consistent about this. It's not about the way the result are. Even when United have won, I've always like expressed my worry about the way the team is structured. It's more of an individual brilliance rather than you can hardly see the imprint of the coach in the way they play. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Ole shot himself uh, on the leg going to this game. I think um, Ole tried to do something his team has not been comfortable doing. Ole yeah. wants to be on the front foot. I think he doesn't want to be seen against Liverpool defending, which could have been probably be good for him. Some of us might not like him, but that, that, you have to give Mourinho the kudos for that. He sticks to something that works for him. United wanted to press Liverpool I. but when you are pressing, you have to press as a team. If one person, like Karaga like, uh, uh, said, it's like a trigger, everybody has to be on the same page. But how many of those United players are willing to press? How many of them are willing to run? Most of them do. Bruno doesn't do it enough. He does that his early part of his career United. I don't know why he doesn't do that. Ronaldo will not do pressing. And by the time your attackers press, and your central midfielder doesn't follow suit, it creates a gap in the middle of the park. And these are technically gifted players. If you look at the first goal, they were deleting the United players, one after the other, because the team, they didn't press as a team. There was too much gap in between the attacker and the, the midfield And the and the, and the defenders. It, the, the moment somebody goes, there is a, uh, there is a space. There's they a keep space. deleting them, up to the point that they drag Lindelof to the right side leaving Maguire alone as the... Uh, what do you call it? The, At the, center first, back. the Before one. you even know it, uh, Luke Shaw was all over the place. And immediately, they were one, one go behind. They lost the whole plot. They lost... You know, because, you know, United under Ole, when they play against some of, uh, these big teams, they always score first. That has always been the other thing. When they score first, they sit back. I think it did what... His team is not usually used to, and what they've not actually—it's not like their culture. Something you have to give Pep Guardiola a uh, kudos for is passing from passing out from the back. Even when his team, when they concede goal, trying to pass out from the back, he tries to avoid blaming those players because that is what he believes. He, they are he in. believes so. Exactly. So, evidently, they lost that first goal. They were just all over the place, and today shows why United have not bided well. You could just see. Wambisaka was just all over the place. Shaw sure, is not... For whatever... For all the res- uh, resurrection about his career, it's not just up to it. Maguire is not just a £70 million defender. And the coach imprint, uh, imprint is not on the team. They were just... See, you, for all the noise about the balance in the team... Uh, he has to use you have to play McTominay and what do you call it Fred. Fred just take a look just take a look at the, at the Liverpool midfield you have anderson you have Kata. and tell me what is so exceptional about that midfield it's about the way the team plays look at City when you play Bernardo Silva godigan and what do you okay. call it Rodri okay. outside okay. Rodri those other two guys are not natural ball marker. So, 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 it's for, so but coming back to the question you asked, I don't know what the solution is on the short run. I'm doing so. Probably they need to go back to their low block defense, trying to rely on the individual of Ronaldo and a couple of guys uh, winning games by 1-0 or something like that because the United is too easy to play against. That is one problem. You, you are not pressing as a team, you are not blocking the passing channels if you can't do those two, then how do you prevent opponents from getting at team? So, so they are too easy to play against. That's the major problem. And Ole is not going anywhere. Let me just tell you guys. Nobody <laughs> will start Ole. Ole will only lose his job until it is mathematically impossible for United to make the Champions League. The people that runs United runs it from a business point of view. What matters to them is the compensation they will pay to Ole now. Until okay. it becomes the only way the chief executive can justify sacking only now is because it's costing us money, we can't make the Champions League. All right, whether they, Perfect. Whether they will part to the pressure of some of the players because information we are gathering is that some players are not really too confident in him. But only will be here for a long period. I think by time if he could get one or two decent results, probably from Tottenham, and this team, everybody will forget all this one, he will still finish fourth. He's here for a, day, but for a number of times. I don't think it's not it's going, but. It uh, just shows you. To okay. Right. Let A- me let me let me direct A- the same United,
1: question. United. Yeah. Can you let me direct the same question to you. What's, what should United do in the long run?
0: In the, in the short run? In the short run? The short run, United should accept. They should tell themselves the truth and accept the fact that Ole is not good enough. Uh, it's better you, you stem the bleeding now than wait until it is mathematically late. Or to qualify for the Champions League. Uh, as bad as United has been, the teams below them have been way inconsistent, which means that fourth position is still very uh, likely there uh, to take and win. Um, Ole has shown that he he cannot manage a team as big as United. Uh, it, I guess it was too big a jump, moving from wherever he moved from to, <laughs> to, to United. Um, Tactically, it was inept. Um, You definitely cannot point out any game to say, this is how Ole plays. There's no game. It's been that close going to three three years now. And you can't say, this is the marquee game that tells you how uh, Ole wants to play. Even in, in club's uh, first season, when they lost the Europa the the Cup, yeah. you could see you where he was exactly going. Where you, going. Could, you could exactly. see that, oh, I'm just missing one or two players in key Thank positions, you. and this thing will be set. We are not seeing that with Ole right now. I don't think we'll even see it. I saw the looks of players on the bench, and they just turned to them, and there's, no, there's nobody buying into that philosophy like that. So I personally think they should stem stem this uh, hemorrhage by letting Ole go. The issue now is how desperate are united to go for somebody that will tell them the truth, even if the truth will cost a lot of money. When I say that, I'm talking of Antonio Conte, who really would not care or is not bound by the shadow of Sir Alex Ferguson. Right now, it looks like Ole is only enjoying the blessing of Sir Alex. You just say, everything about Ole is actually okay. vibes.
2: It's about a few <laughs> good father. You so, so, see so, the writing. Okay. So, from a so, so, Kachi,
1: so, Kachi, for you, what you're saying is we should stop the MRA and Ole, yes. Ole should go. What well, Olawale oh, yeah. is saying, right now, <laughs>
0: uh, there's no idea. Maybe we should bring Saraswego back. To let, let, let's remember that Lawale is a pain fan uh, and they'll a lot of sentiments. If uh, he can take know. himself away from it, he will but let no. you know that right now, only is to go. No, no, yeah? no I'm, I'm not, because, look,
1: Olale is not saying Olay saying saying should, should not Olale go. Or, I'm just like, practical about what, what the owners will do. is just trying to tell us that this is what the oh. owners will do. That they will not change until it's possible for them to make money. Because this is about money. And and of course, from there we move to Spain. Well, we have not so much of a classical. A classical means classic, but we don't have this, this, uh, this again in Spain. Uh, Real Madrid, uh, courtesy of David Alaba and uh, Blocal Vasquez defeated Barcelona as expected. Uh, 2-1. Barcelona got a consolation goal at 97, 90, 97th Concedo minute. Aguero. Um, uh, pff, we don't know. Whatever. I'll I- leave Barcelona to it. I'll leave Barcelona to it. Uh, they can continue with their problem while Real Madrid enjoys the top of the league for the meantime. And of course, Atletico Madrid as Atletico Madrid, uh, race to uh, no, we're down 2 nil before Luis Sires came back to score a penalty and a, a well taking goal to draw the game 2 2 against Real Sociedad for them. Uh, don't forget the young boy Izzyak is doing wonders, uh, providing an assist and scored a goal as well. Sevilla. For all the ice plots, 4-1 um by the 65th minute, managed to win the long run 5-3 against Levante. Bologna <laughs> lost at home against Milan as Latta scoring the first old goal of his career. Kachi,
0: quickly. Uh, uh, Milan almost blew that game. Um, yeah. They raised a quick 2 new lead against the 10-man team. Um, Bologna, credit to them, at the start of the second half, came out with more purpose. looks like Milan took their foot off the pedal. They scored two quick goals to equalize, one of them being a no goal from Slater. And then they went down to nine men. I, uh, but in spite of that, Milan actually did not boss things, uh, even playing against nine men. Uh, two well-taking goals saved their blushes. Uh, but beyond the result, I think it's, and, and you'll get to it, What makes it a bit better beyond the result is what happened um, across the the league league. uh, with the other major contenders. Uh, The inexperience. And I think when Milan comes out of that that Champions League group stage and they are no longer distracted by it, Uh, they can put all their energy into making this a championship run. Let's see what can happen. Uh, But in this case, you take any win, as you say, The three points that count, and they got the three points.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. getting lucky. Last week, you were lucky. This week, you were lucky. I'll
0: take um, my luck. And... Yeah.
1: All right, perfect. The luck is was, was, like boys' Manwalt water the dry. <laughs> and of <laughs> course, Maros, uh, Marosari lost against uh, Verona 4-1. The Verona that Kati claimed is not so good. And of course, Inter Milan drew one one against Juventus. Thanks to Pablo de Bella. Um, late, late equalizer. Roma and Napoli drew nil-nil. Victor Simmel could not save Roma um, Napoli this time around. Nil-nil with both coaches getting their matching orders. And of course, Delia Ali, Dele Ali posted the daughter of Pep Guardiola on the group chat, and just uh, got him, got him some kind of suspension from the sports. Uh, sports team for the main time for the time being and that's the wrap and that's the show thank you very much guys for staying tuned with us we hope you enjoyed the show give us your food your feedback give us comments. send us tweet tweet at us give us your comment on instagram we're still new sister on instagram new sister one on twitter and of course this is a sport on youtube kachi want to say something to round up for tonight
0: ole at the wheel
1: Only at the
0: wheel <laughs> Only at the wheel
1: Oli and the way can she let me tell you something te about Oli.